bro. How's training, bro? Training's go training's going good. Training's yeah, going good. So are so, you uh, full blown or are you like still what, am I getting taking fully, it easy? Are you getting fully blown? I'm fully blown? <laughs> <laughs> are you getting fully blown? Oh. Uh it's feeling good. No lingering injuries. Mm-hmm. Just feeling, you know, tired <laughs> like usual. <laughs> yeah. So subbing a couple of the uh, jujitsu classes this week. My professor's on vacation. Uh, so I've been covering single leg X. Ooh. Guard, yeah. We've been working which, that too, bro. Okay. Time to for our crossover. <laughs> yeah, dude. So if you guys are working that shit too, we should have a crossover of our universes and combine our powers before ultimate single like X card. No, uh, so for people who don't know what that is, it's, it's an, a way, it's another type of guard play in jujitsu where you're isolating opponents. So you have options to sweep them or attack with leg locks. But one of the things I've been showing my teammates or trying to emphasize to my teammates when showing them in jujitsu, you want to, know what the goal is right away and not just chill in the guard and i pointed out that you don't see single leg x too much in mma because if you just chill as a person to just drop elbows and punches on you without having to be too sharp because they have gravity on their side right oh yeah so i was just trying to emphasize things like how to off balance them so because if they're not if they're using their hands to balance themselves, then they're not using their hands to punch you, right? So mm-hmm. that's the logic behind that. Mm-hmm. So that's what I've been working on with jujitsu. You, you guys have been covering single leg X as well? Yeah, we covered about last week, which was great. Um, and funny that you bring all that stuff up, but there are a lot of push and pull movements that you can do to uh, get your opponent off uh, off balance. So, yeah, um, man, we should do like a freaking, <laughs> we should do like a little YouTube video to show some some X guard and some single yeah, sure. X and these two old guys yeah. on YouTube. <laughs> Jiu-jitsu well, over forty. Shout out as to that an Instagram old account. person doing oh, a single a single leg X. Yeah, yeah. Then um, and then it was so funny. So uh, I'm gonna hopefully I'm doing I'm training. Well, I trained Muay Thai yesterday, and mm-hmm. then I'm training Muay Thai later today. And so I oh, wasn't really man. paying attention to what I was doing. So I got thrown so many times during clinch sparring because I was paying attention to what the war- what was going on in the Warriors game I had the audio going. Oh. So hopefully tonight when clinch fighting, I'll be able to concentrate and have a much more productive session Ooh. than last week. <laughs> man, it's too bad, man. Freaking Warriors. I-, I didn't really get to see the game at all yesterday, but I hear, I did hear that, you know, a bunch of people got hurt and someone was throwing out the game and, uh, yeah. Draymond got stitches and it's 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 fucking crazy. It's yeah. turning into MMA now. It was pretty good. It was a pretty good game. The Warriors shot terribly. Like Clay Thompson shot like shit. Uh so like there'll be some rest before the Warriors return home to Chase Center. That game's on Saturday. Ooh, so hopefully it'll be some be an easy fix. Yeah. So what's gonna happen, you know, big UFC this weekend. We will talk about that. But I'm gonna watch the game first and I'll be watching the ufc on a delay so mm. while the event's happening sean do not text me i won't text because i will be too i'll <laughs> literally be like an hour and a half to two hours behind you so you do not okay. spoil it i won't text you. you thank but you but you know what's crazy is we always text each other too we're always we do like, did you see that did you see that, you see that? <laughs> yeah so <laughs> jujitsu yeah 
So I have, I have to fight that urge okay. too, because knowing that you've already seen it. <laughs> so, so you fight that urge. I mean, too. I've, I've done that too, though. I mean, I'm, sometimes I'm with my kids and I can't watch, but I mean, shit, we always talk about it. And we always give it hundred percent. It's credit because this weekend should be kind of cool, it's, but it's big ones this weekend. Yeah. Yeah, man. So yeah, training's been cool. I actually trained last night and dude, I went real hard. How's you, how are you feeling? I feel good because uh, I train. I'm trying to get a good, consistent go at it. Because remember, I was telling you I was a little bit iffy on wanting to train anymore and like doing all yeah. this, you know, just kind of moping around and shit. But you know, my wife's really good about you know juicing me up about this stuff and kind of getting me about getting yeah, you out of the house. <laughs> exactly. She's like, I was like last night. I was like, I don't feel like. That. She's like, well, you have to go because I'm going to leave you. And I'm like, oh, God. Uh, whoa. whoa. <laughs> I mean, I know it's sarcastic, that's, but dude, just hearing dark. it from her mouth, you know, I'm just like, God damn. <laughs> anyway, but shout out to, uh, shout out to Big Red from uh, 10th Planet San Mateo. He's an ADCC uh, trial uh, competitor for the last couple of years. I think it was last year or two, but um, he's a heavyweight competitor in uh, competition jujitsu and man, I was able to roll with him yesterday because he was teaching some technique and Dude, when you roll with somebody of that caliber, that's ADCC approved. Oh man, it's it's a different animal. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, and plus that you know he's he's got he's technical. Plus he's big dude. Big red is big like dude. big dude. So you having to roll against that, I mean, you could have take away a lot. And hopefully, yeah. and what's good, someone of that caliber is not going to hurt you as well. No, you won't. Also I think you still sandbagging. <laughs> <laughs> he was just lying down there. Yeah, go ahead, work, Sean. <laughs> <Yeah>. <clears throat> but I'm glad you're 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 feeling like you're back into a groove with with training. Here, yeah. Here's a here's a question I ask. Ask mm-hmm. you, maybe you have teammates like this because I have some sure. students that are like this. Do you ever have teammates that are like they're super talented? You know, a lot of things come naturally to them. Mm. But as soon as they run up against something that they maybe have to work a little bit harder for, maybe yeah. something that's not that doesn't come as naturally to them, maybe they shut down, like yeah. they 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 fall back, they close off, and all and all of a sudden they regress. Have you have you ever had a situation like that with any teammates? Oh yeah, totally. Really? Okay. And I I went through that uh, with through maybe my purple maybe midway through my purple belt days. Mm-hmm. Where as soon as I started getting into the bigger opposition, I would be I would be very unresponsive to things, and then I would kind of just shell up and like just curl up into a ball, go very defensive, and just yeah. not even really defend well. So I know exactly what you're talking about. Okay, some I have these. You know, I teach kids, so I have these little students. I have a couple of more than a handful of them that are super talented, like super yeah. talented, but they're in the the beginning stages of their training in martial arts. Mm-hmm. So like certain things, certain basic stuff is coming really natural to them. Oh. But now, now they're getting challenged because now they have to sharpen up some of those basic things. And now all of a sudden it's like, wait a minute, when did you have like attention deficit disorder? Yeah. <laughs> all yeah, of a sudden yeah. now you're unfocused and now you're just, you're not really trying super hard. Is it because I'm asking you to work harder? So I'm going through that with some of some of these kids at, at Hapkido USA that I'm teaching. Yeah. It's really interesting because now you want to have a little talk with them because you get it because mm-hmm. I've been there before too, where it's just something that doesn't come as naturally. Now it's like I fall back and maybe I become withdrawn. Maybe I start losing interest. Yeah. So I'm trying to find a way to push them 
without discouraging them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I know they can do it, but I just know they're not doing it because I'm because they have to work hard at it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Man, kids are funny, man. Trying to trying to get around that programming. So that's any anyway. That's I'm not looking for an immediate answer now, but I'm just letting you know. I just want to share that's that's one of the the uh, coaching struggles I'm going through right now. It's just how to how to you know teaching talented kids is fun because wow it's great that's a new new challenge so I'm uh, I'm excited about that let me oh let me share with just one more story with uh, a student uh, yeah. a few weeks ago I shared this, the story of my friend who used her confidence she gained from martial arts training to stand up to somebody at the on the schoolyard yeah. uh, a couple of weeks ago one of our nine year olds was at this little like birthday party. And uh, I guess one of the other kids just started like throwing front kicks at, at the kid. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, you know. Front kicks. Yeah. And so to be honest, uh, our student, he's the kind of kid that you kind of feel like he's a nice kid, but he also <laughs> is so awkward. He's, he probably gets bullied a little bit. So, <laughs> so he's um, going. So tell me why one of my students just hauls off and throws a hook punch on this kid and floors the guy oh. <laughs> at this house party. Wow. Just straight up hook punch and floors the kid. Uh, when I heard, you know, look, when you, you're not supposed to laugh, you know, yeah, you're, you're supposed to, you're supposed to be you know, neutral. Oh, is, is everyone okay? Are you okay? Is he okay? That's which is a true feeling I have. I want to make sure that everyone's okay. No one's physically hurt. No one's like emotionally like, traumatized from it because you know getting to a fight sucks yeah you know what i mean let's be honest um but there's a part of you that was laughing because i'm trying to picture <laughs> it you know like the two nine-year-olds getting to a straight up like brawl at a house party what the, what does that look like um a house so you the, said a house party it was like you know like a birthday party okay. that, you know you know things like that a paw um, patrol there <laughs> yeah i i don't know what's going on with these nine-year-olds man these nine-year-olds are smart you know they these are. kids these kids are smart coming up, man. Y'all better not be but, smoking jewels, you motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You guys got to be classy, all right? Yeah. Get a real bong. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, so the kid uh, hits a hook. But he's okay. Um, the dad was talking to me and said, yeah, you know, I'm glad he was able to stand up for himself. But hopefully later on in his training, uh, we could give him some other tools to kind of control the situation as opposed to straight up like decking a kid. So, and I, which I understood, you know, because you don't want anyone to get hurt. Yeah, yeah. So got grounded a little bit, but not in like deep trouble, but just to, uh, just to kind of set an example that, you know, okay, now you have this power. You can't just go flailing it around. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yes. You used it to stand up for yourself, but now don't get it you need twisted. To learn. Don't yeah, get it yeah. twisted. All right. Okay. You were right in your situation, but just yeah. know in the future, we got to watch you to make sure that we don't get, you're not feeling yourself too much. So Man. I just, I just wanted to share that because I thought it was, Check I just, book. I just thought it was hilarious. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. You know, I wonder if he had his eyes open when he threw the hook. You know, I didn't, I didn't ask that. I didn't ask that. I bet you it, he Because it could have been, if he did, that was straight muscle memory. Like, go. Like, I real think, crap. I think, you know, at our school, actually, the hook punch is one of the first punches we teach. We cross, you know, jab, cross, and hook. Mm -hmm. it, so it is something that, you know, we hope that one of our students can throw without having to think about it. Uh, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just still trying to picture it because, you know, this kid, it's a nice kid, funny kid, not super athletic, 
I'm yeah. just trying to picture it. You know, <laughs> I'm not asking. I love to stories recreate. like this. Shit. I don't want it to recreate it for me, you know, but I was just, I'm trying to picture it. It's like, what did it look like? You know, what was the aftermath? The, what, 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 the other kids jump in and go, oh. I know. It's, it's know. our morbid curiosity. Did anyone like, record it? Yeah, and, see, you know, that's, I'll, let it, I'll like, leave it alone. I'll leave it alone. <laughs> I feel like that's what I'm scared of also. It's like, yes, you said, make sure to have maybe a different way to approach a situation. Like, okay, say jujitsu. But what if instead of like hooking the guy and you start going for maybe like a clinch or a takedown or something yeah, like that, and all of yeah. a sudden someone starts kicking you in the back of the head as one of his homeboys or something, you know? Right. So, so it's, like it's kind of hard to, to know what the situation yeah. is, right? So you yeah. kind of have to make that decision right then and there. So Plus luckily. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. No, no. Luckily, he that decision was made and it happened and nobody, it didn't go farther than that, you know? Right. At least right. he had the decency like, not to get on top of him and start fucking wailing on him. Yeah, start pounding. You know? <laughs> like from a Christmas story when yeah. Ralphie like yeah, yeah, yeah. jumps on top of that bully and just like beating the shit out of him. <laughs> I mean, speaking of the speaking of that check hook, did you see freaking uh Cheeto Vera's check hook on freaking uh Rob Font's face? Dude, Rob Font's face. No, they it would you know what the Cheeto Vera, okay, so I called this wrong, okay? And we'll talk about this, the repercussions of me calling it wrong later. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I was, like, losing a couple of those rounds, and then the last minute would do something spectacular that would put Rob Font in trouble, and Font's face was put through oh, the man. grinder. Yeah, man. I mean, it was so impressive. I mean, so Cheeto Vera... Like now he wants a rematch, right? With uh, Jose Aldo. Is Is he, right? Yeah, I mean he's not going to get a title fight, right? What do he's you think? That would be a great fight because that was a few years ago when they did fight. Yeah, and uh, Chio Vera looks totally different from when they fought last as well. And mm-hmm. I mean, if you notice, uh, yes, Rob Font was winning all those rounds up until the last two minutes of of each round yeah, from, from <laughs> yeah. two through five, he was winning. He, he pretty much had a clean slate. If you looked at the numbers, he overstruck him by a hundred strikes or something like that. And then yeah. Rob Font just couldn't really keep it together as far as whatever the game plan was, which was kind of weird because if you think about it, he misses weight. Um, that's a yes. red flag. By you know, two so and that a half means, pounds. Yeah, yeah. So that, that means if you have to struggle to make weight, and you're losing and you had to lose that much weight and you couldn't do it. That means you probably had an injury and you couldn't train or you couldn't like do the cardio uh, through your camp. So mm-hmm. it looked like he was trying to empty the tank uh, real quick in the first few rounds, maybe just to see if he can get him out. Yeah. But again, uh, if you looked at Cheeto Vera's shell, he couldn't get any punches through that shell. I mean, if you look at his face, I mean, you, you would never have known that. Uh, Rob Font landed that many shots. Right, because Cheeto looked clean afterwards, right? Yeah, very I didn't clean. see any cuts, not too many, too much bruising. Nope. And how about how about the sweet chin music that Cheeto oh, yeah. Vera landed? I'm talking about like a sidekick to the face. <laughs> he did he hit that kick three times in the yeah. fight. Three times. He kind of oh, went happy man. on it for a little bit too. A little bit, but but because it brought him so much success. And a couple of those rounds, I mean, one of those like just like dropped font. <laughs> I, I was I started yelling sweet shit music. It's a pro wrestling, uh, pro wrestling uh, reference, guys, for all you pro wrestling fans yeah. out there. Um, but 
So like, so what happens to, so Chiro Vero maybe gets Aldo or maybe gets a, a top tier guy. Yeah. It's either him or Cruz for me. Ah, he's been calling for that one too, right? Yeah. And uh, I'm sure. I'd, I'd want to see that. I'd want to yeah, see Cruz and Chiro Vero. Who do you yeah. who do you think would take that if that ever got matched up? I say Cruz is just he's kind of on his way out at mm-hmm. this point. So mm-hmm. I don't think he would he I don't think he thinks that he would have anything to gain from that fight, except right. for the fact that Cheeto just took a top five fucking spot from Rob Font. But right. um I think the the Aldo fight is more likely. And mind mm. you, did you see the, uh, that fight that was made? I, I sent you the uh, the Instagram. Sean O'Malley and Pedro Munoz. I right. I don't know what Munoz is ranked at, but that's going to have a lot of uh, implications as well. Yeah, those are big names going at it right there. Yeah. Um, you know, I wasn't able to watch the rest of that event, but was there any one other fight that stood yeah. out to you from that Font versus Vera? Uh, yes, Andre Arlovsky. Oh yeah, Jay Collier. <laughs> I saw that one too. He, he just keeps I saw the tail end of it. Winning. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if I mean, he won that fight in reality, but okay. I saw the decision. Winning. I saw the decision part of that fight. Uh, so I wasn't sure how it went. How did Andre look at? How old is he? 53? 50, 54 <laughs> years old? What? How old is he? Forty-three. Uh, 40, so okay, but <laughs> anyway. Yeah, he's forty-three. Yeah. How did how did how did he look? So was it really close? Because the word no, was as, really so because the word was so. that Andre was Andre and his coaches were a little worried about the scorecards. Oh yeah, I mean I would have been too. Andre maybe landed some of the harder shots, I'd say, mm-hmm. but I mean Jake Collier. He remember he was the one that fought at a very I don't even know what weight class he fought at back then, but he you know he just blew up all of a sudden. Right, like, his hands were amazing. I mean if Jake Collier fights, uh, say, uh. Derek Lewis, Curse Blades, like someone of that, you know, stature. Yeah, it, it'd be a different story. Yeah, right. I mean, with Andre with real power. Yeah, he he looked good. It just didn't look like he won the fight. I mean, one judge gave him twenty seven thirty, and then the others were twenty nine twenty eight. It's like how'd you how'd you even get that? It's interesting. It's it's kind of weird how like yeah. you see the the how MMA judging can vary from event to event. Yeah. And, that, and that's one of the criticisms of the sport, right? Really? Well, um, you know, like I, I'm happy for the old guy. Yeah. And it just looks like Andre has adjusted his game to become a timing power guy. I do. You know, so like he used to be just like a just like a power and explosion guy. Yeah. Now he's trying to work the timing of it, Dude. not try to brawl with people. Yeah. Man. Right? So it's good to see that kind of evolution of someone's game this yeah, late think- in it. Legend shit, man. I think it was it was also ever since he started going uh, training with ATT. So hopefully that has changed his perspective and his game plan. Um, uh, other fights, uh and Brito versus Andre Philly. God damn, dude. Joannison well, Brito. You were talking about that last week. Yeah, like, why are they having Andre Philly all the way at the early prelims? Yeah, but it wasn't <laughs> even the case. He got knocked out quick. Okay, so that's why. <laughs> yeah. And then some good jujitsu on the Grant Dawson and Jared Gordon. Remember, mind you, I didn't know this, but Jared Gordon is a Danaher black belt. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay. That's what I, that's what I heard, uh, I think, on the Anik and Florian podcast or something like that. Okay. So he's a, he's a, he's a Danaher black belt. Grant Dawson, I think he was... 
in between camps. I think he was just, he was kind of a vagabond. I think oh, he was so, with, for those who don't know, John Donaher is like one of the pre- yeah, yeah. premier grappling coaches in the yes. world today. Yes. So Grant Dawson used to be with um, James Krause. And I think he went to Team Elevate. I don't, don't quote me on that. Okay. Anyway, Grant <laughs> and Dawson. And then I end, won't. <laughs> yeah. Grant Dawson ends up ch- choking out the, uh, the Danaher black belt. And oh, then. Knock him down a few notches. Sorry, Danaher. I'm going to stop following you on Instagram. Yeah. I'm just going to stop looking at your instructionals. <laughs> your, your student loss. All your teaching is worthless. <laughs> and then uh, Darren Elkins still on the motherfucking, the hot trail. God, man, he, he's, you just can't put that guy away. And then let me see. Francisco Figueredo, that's, uh, what's his name's brother? That's uh, Mr. Dos Deguera's brother. Oh, that's, da- that's Davidson's brother? Yeah, that's Davidson's brother. I don't think they okay. train in the same camp because the dude had a bunch of Brazilians behind him. But he he came out with a sick fucking knee bar. Dude, leg locks are starting to fucking show up in the MMA fights, man. Yeah, you know, you just have to learn when to apply it Agreed. At, the, at the right time. I think Agreed. when there's more of like a 50-50 situation, I think that's where the opening is as opposed to when someone's on top. I mean, that's that's my feeling on it I when totally it comes agree. to leg locks. MMA. At least these days. I'm pretty sure within the next few years, there'll be evolutions and of the techniques for, mm-hmm. for leg locks. But yeah, it, it's good to see, especially all you leg lockers feeling vindicated. Yeah. You can feel your, your penis is growing three <laughs> inches every time, every time a knee bar happens hey, man. In, a, in an MMA fight. I know. <laughs> hey, that's a knee bar. <laughs> Everyone starts walking into the gym, puffing their chest out a little bit more. It's like, see, I'm leg locks, man. <laughs> so hey, this weekend, a couple of big fight events. Let's start with a uh, Bellator Bellator. I think on Friday, it's a heavyweight title fight between uh, two dinosaurs. Ryan Bader, <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> two dinosaurs. Yeah. Well, let's cover. Let's quickly cover the dinosaurs before they go yeah. extinct. Uh, Ryan Bader versus Czech Congo too. All right. So, uh, I forgot how the first one went, but mm. for this one, I kind of feel like like Bader just finds ways to win, even against bigger. And more athletic opponents. Even though Bader's a great athlete himself. Yeah. But like on paper, he's gone up against people that, you know, you would think, ah, Bader is more of like a jack of all trades, not super great at anything in particular. Yeah. But then he would sometimes just beat these guys at their own game. Uh, I'm looking for Bader to retain his title here. I think he could grind check out. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how do you see it. Uh, I mean, his only the last few losses that he has had were due to strikes. So that's kind of scary. Right. Um, but Czech Congo's never been uh, like a fast starter or anything like that. So right, right. I think, but super strong. Yeah. I mean, super strong. Touched by him. It's just, and mind you, this is, this is also at heavyweight. So yeah. Um, remember Mr. Bader, he ended up getting knocked out by Vadim Nemkov and lost his yes. light heavyweight title. So that's right. at that point, you know, he only lost in between those was with Corey Anderson, who uh, had an who had a showing the other day was no contest. And mind you, also is that the last fight that that Czech Congo and Ryan Bader had that was a no contest to an eye poke. So oh, that's I right. Think, that's um, why I don't remember that. Yeah, that's <laughs> why it was That's why no one really cared. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, but I think I think if Czech Congo can keep his distance and 
I mean, he's going to be the taller guy, I think. Yeah. He's probably going to have the longer range. If he can just keep him away um, and just hit him with hit him with shots, I, I think Czech Congo could probably pull this off, maybe by decision. But if okay. Ryan Bader's going to do it, he's probably going to grind him out and probably TKO him in the fourth. All right. Well, I'm I'm picking Bader then. Okay, I'll, so I'll I'll play the uh, the advocate and go Congo, Congo by decision. Sure, Congo. And uh, one other notable fight on that card that I'll just point out yeah. is our um, Yoel Romero versus Alex Polizzi. Yoel Romero, as you guys might remember, was the no for gay Jesus guy. <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah. God damn it! <laughs> That's kind of an inside MMA joke. But anyway, <laughs> R- Romero is like 62 years old, and uh, okay, I'm exaggerating a little bit, <laughs> but he is like Olympic level, Olympic level grappler. Uh, <laughs> he found a home in Bellator after yep. finishing out his UFC contract. I don't really know much about Alex Polizzi. Uh, maybe you could fill me in on what what to look out for with this fight, Sean. Yeah, it was a late replacement because he was supposed to fight Melvin the Gangster Manhawk. Oh, that's that right. Fucking that's right. nuts! I would yeah, love to I'd, see that fight. That'd be an amazing fight. But so we don't. I don't know much about Polizzi. I'll just I'll go with Romero yeah. just okay. because I think that's who Bellator wants to win. So they're yeah, yeah. they're probably feeding him somebody just so that they could put the Manhoff fight down the Back line yeah, yeah. and they they probably don't want Romero to get hurt for that. <laughs> yeah. So you I'm going to go with the other guy <laughs> just cuz uh, who knows yeah. who knows what he might be bringing might bring a say, knife in there. Yeah, I'm going to say Yoel Romero with my heart by oil check. <laughs> by oil check. Yeah, by oil well, check. Well, you know, it's important <laughs> to get your oil check because you know, cars don't last forever. Uh, another yeah. So you uh I'll just say. Was there another big we'll fight on the? Yeah, yeah. What's another? I was always a fan of Lawrence Larkin, and he's going to be fighting Kyle Stewart. I think Kyle Stewart was. Uh, I think he fought in the UFC before. Oh, he did. Like way back. But hey, uh, that's yeah, going just back. shout out to uh, Lawrence Larkin. Where does Lawrence Larkin train out of? I thought he was with Kraus. No. Oh, Kraus. Man, Kraus, another elite MMA coach. Man, that's I might nice. be wrong though. That guy's collecting. Honestly. You know what? We'll call you on it some other time then. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> well, I don't know any of the other guys on this. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it, it seems like it's kind of like they knew they were running into a big UFC card this weekend. Oh, so they yeah. kind of just... They just said, hey, put just, some stuff down. They oh, threw the, this is they why. They bottom loaded it. It's in fucking France, dude. That's oh, fucking... That's uh, why Czech, Czech Congo's, Congo's freaking that's why, hometown. That's why Czech Congo's Oh, the and they just legalized MMA in France. Oh, so it's a big one then. This yeah, yeah. It's going to be a big deal for them. Yeah, yeah. It's a big... Well, it's a big deal for like MMA in general, right? So that's so, probably why there's a bunch of these Europeans on here. Ah, that's why we don't know them. Yeah, we don't really know them. I got to read up on our European Union. Uh, do, let me stats. ask you something about Bellator. Do you think Bellator should still do hybrid cards the way um, one does? Does it? No. Why? <laughs> I don't think. I think. I think hybrid cards. It just. Yeah, we talked about. It that. takes yeah. energy. The, the the energy in the crowd is weird. Yeah. Because you don't know what to, you can't maintain the energy. You can't maintain the energy. Like, you can't have a kickboxing fight and then an MMA fight and a kickboxing. Because the fan base, there can be a crossover, but it's different at the same time. You know, it's not, it's not like that if you're like a kickboxing (sighs) fan that you're automatically an MMA fan and vice versa. Okay. Let me ask you this then. Since, since we talked about that, remember uh, the, the, the last big, 
Bellator event from the SAP Center. They had the uh, the fights with uh, AJ McKee and and Pitbull, right? Right. There were two fights after that, or two or three fights after that, and one of them was a was like an up and comer. Her name was a Sumiko Inaba, where she ended up fucking smashing this chick. Anyway, do you think that they should have? They, what do you call it? Post, post limbs. Oh, pre-limbs like when, and post-limbs? When, when they have fights after the after, main event. Yeah. Yeah. Uh that that makes sense because if you're you're trying to sell tickets and you're trying to load the card with a bunch of local talent, you can't put them before the main event because a lot of those people are gonna leave when they're when their uh, friend is done. So you need them to stick around. So you put you put a lot of those local people after the main event. So you're filling the arena during the main event. And then after the main event, a lot of people who were there just for the main event and for the main card are going to leave. And the people who came out to support the local fighters will stick around. Yeah. So that's why they do that. It's, it's a it, weird it was thing. Weird. It, yeah. It, it, like, because then I've been to a couple of cards like that where the main event goes on at, let's say, 9.15. And then it's over by around 10 o'clock. You know, and then now they have the local fighters on. And we're not out of there until like midnight. Yeah, I, I've been to events like that, and then I'm Shit's weird. weird I'll dude. stick around for it, but it it could be fucking exhausting. I mean, it's it could be exhausting as an audience member to have to stick through all that. Yeah. So I, I get I get where your confusion with it is because if you're really into fights and you want to watch all of them, it just seems like a weird emotional roller coaster because. Everything apexes at the main event, yeah. and then it, everything dives, and then becomes a bunch of local guys. Maybe you only know half of them. <laughs> so, and I so just that, want to correct myself. That's yeah, that. Yeah. So, yeah, I want to correct myself. I don't know if that was the SAP Center one or if it was the Hawaii one. So, yeah, sorry, break my balls next time. Yeah, breaking balls. Yeah. Well, talk about big fights. Let's talk about this weekend. A big oh, one for dude. the UFC. UFC two seventy four. Oliveira versus Gaethje for the lightweight title. Oh, man. And Nama Yunus versus Carla Esparza. Two, this is a, this is a rematch for stacked, the strawweight title. And we'll, we could talk about the other fights on the card first, but let's talk about the main event. Charles Oliveira versus Justin Gaethje for the lightweight title. Who, who are you? What are you looking for in this fight, Sean? I'm just looking for... A good technical fight between the both of them. They've both shown to be championship caliber. Two different styles, you know. Oliveira, very Muay Thai, very um, precise, and very kind of like all around, and um, can pretty much finish you in in different ways. Yeah, Justin and sneaky jujitsu, sneaky yeah, yeah. jujitsu as well. Yeah, Justin Gaethje has maybe less ways to finish the fight, but I mean, when I mean the guy hits hard, he he. He pushes forward. He yeah, has the cardio for days. Technical brawler. Good yeah, call. Technical brawler. Yeah. Great leg kicks. Yeah. Uh, great in the wrestling exchanges. Yeah. So I, the only thing that I don't know what's going to happen is, uh, one, I don't know what's going to happen when Charles gets hit. And two, I don't know what's going to happen when Justin gets put on, on the mat. So I'm going to go with, and you might be surprised, but I say Oliveira submits him. Submits him? Yeah, I think he submits him. 
and it, right. and and if I had to pick, it's going to be a rear naked choke. Okay, okay. Yeah. This is the number one submission in MMA. Yeah. So you're really going out on a limb there, Sean. No, oh yeah, <laughs> I'll go. Uh, I'll go over I'm, under three rounds. I'm going to go with Justin Gaethje, and here's why. Uh, you know, Oliveira, even in his victories, has gotten hurt in those fights, and I just feel like that style where if your defense isn't that great, it has a, has a shorter shelf life. And I'm not saying Justin's defense is, is great either because you could yeah. argue that Justin has no defense. But the motherfucker hits super hard. And I've seen yeah. some of... There's been footage of Charles Oliveira's camp's training methodology. They spar fucking hard, man. Yeah. So like, there's been a couple of times where it looks like he gets rocked in sparring. But he comes back. So I know. Maybe that's Fuck. why he knows how to bounce back in these fights because he understands with a feeling of getting rocked and can still find his bearings and still put the fight where he wants it. But yeah. I don't know if you could do that against someone like, I mean, he did it against Chandler, which is super impressive. Agreed. But I mean, I think Gaethje's a little bit of a different animal because, like I said earlier, he's like more of a technical brawler. Um, I think he'll break his base down first with leg kicks, grind him up on the cage, attire him a little bit, make it a kind of a, a grinded out kind of fight. Yeah. And I think you might finish him by TKO in the third round by by just sheer war of attrition. So I'm going to go with Justin Gaethje by a by a meat grinder style. And, and I don't. And I think you know if it does go to the ground, I think. Yes, you, you you pointed out like there's questions about what Gaethje is like on his back, but mm -hmm. I'm not sure. I'm not so there, uh, and I I think he'll have enough with his his wrestling to keep it in a spot on the ground where he's not in 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 too much danger. So I'm gonna go with Gaethje well, TKO third round. Well said. Moving on to the co-main. Ooh, this one. Uh, on yeah. paper, like it looks exciting, I guess, but I, I don't know. But, I just, but, but tell I, me. I think, okay, so Rose Namajunas versus Carla Esparza. Esparza was a, the first strawweight champ, wasn't she? Yeah, she was. Yeah, she was like, she was the, and she was crowned. Yeah. And she, and she, she beat Namajunas years ago and she, mm. she used her wrestling to like to grind her out. Yeah. Um, yes. And, but 2022, Rose is a much different fighter. And Esparza is good, but I don't think she got that much better. I think Rose, like, just smacks her around. That's what I think. You know, what round are you calling? I think second. Think I think it's second round. Second round TKO I think, or knockout? I think. Uh, I think a TKO. I think mm -hmm. like Rose's athleticism and length, and she understands distance, and her grappling is so much better now that if mm -hmm. Carla turned it into a wrestling match. I think Rose will be is a lot more comfortable now than she was years ago in that type of situation. So yeah. I, I honestly I think Rose smacks her. I don't even I don't think it even comes close. Yeah, I, I say if if Rose can beat uh, Jessica Andrade, who competed in multiple weight classes, Carlos Spars is just a walk in the park for her. Rose is too fast, too furious. Um, I agree with you said with what you said with the fact that if Rose goes to the ground, Carla's wrestling will probably be an issue. But Rose, I think her jujitsu is just on another level compared to Carla's. I think Carla's is just very preventative 
um, submission. Right. The, uh, an, the anti-jujitsu. Yeah, anti-jujitsu right? at this point. And uh, I say Rose is, wins it by decision. I think it's going to be kind oh, of like long. decision. Okay. Yeah, I think okay. it's going to be a drawn out. Uh, I don't think it's going to be that exciting because Carla can't strike mm. anyway, you know? Right, right. That's so what, that's one of the things that was kind of suspect about her. Like she's a willing striker, but just not yeah, a very but it's good striker. Right. Yeah. But even if you watch the countdown or even the, uh, or even the, um, just the embedded, like they're showing her like hitting pads and like shadow boxing. I was like, ah, oh, dude, Rose is going to eat her ass. Up, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? You know like, what's funny? Oh, fuck. But you know what's funny? Like the past few years, I've, I've counted Esparza out and like a lot of these fights that she wants, she keeps winning. Now, look, there's been a couple of those, which I thought the judges got wrong. I think so. I thought her opponent should have gotten it, but you got to give credit where credit is due. She grinds a lot of these, her opponents out. She has a winning kind of mindset. So you're happy for her in a sense that, you know, look, I think she's five up, dude. Yeah. She got like when she lost her title, she got smacked by Joanna Jerjacek. I mean, your, your Jacek just like, it's like highlight reel. Sm- yeah, smashed her, and she bounced back. You know, and yeah. she's she wants to be the champion again. So I applaud that. I just don't think it happens under <laughs> Rose's watch. Yeah. I think I think you. It's interesting. You you think it'll be kind of like a, a, a little bit of a bore fest, yeah. but that Rose yeah. will run away with it. I think it'll be like a highlight of how much Rosa's improved oh, in the past couple of years. Of I it's think gonna it's going like to be like on her reel. Yes. I think, I think she puts Carla on her reel. Yeah. So, agreed. so we'll see. I'm excited to see it. <clears throat> I'm excited to see it. Dude, how well, I mean, fucking... I mean, not super excited to see it, but I'm, I'm curious yeah. to see how it, how it's it always a good unfolds. time though when Rose fights, dude. Fight. I think it's so. It's going to be a yeah. good time. No, you, you got a good point. Dude, how about fucking Chandler versus Ferguson though, man? I am so, you know, Interesting. I wanted to run this by you. Like oh. when this fight was announced, like months ago, there was like excitement, right? Like people like uh, Ferguson and Chandler. It's like it's going to be a war, right? Yeah. Um, but is it just me, or is it feels like as we got closer to fight time, the buzz around this fight has gotten a little bit quieter because there's this sense that this is kind of the end for Ferguson. <laughs> Because they feel Damn, like you're he's, so right. Because he's gonna. Because there's a sense that, like Chandler, the ultimate, like one of the most ultimate smashing machines, versus Ferguson, who's like ultimate tough guy who like comes back from being smashed. But there's a sense that Ferguson doesn't come back <sighs> from this. You know what I mean? And, that, and that's why the buzz around it has been kind of quieted. Because in a way, it's like they're getting ready. For the funeral of Ferguson's career, oh my God. is that what's going on? Is it? Or is I, th- that just I, I mean, I think so. <laughs> okay, All I right. never thought. I didn't think about it that way, but I agree. Like, there should be way more noise around. Yeah, there fight. should be kind of excitement, but then there's also a sense of like, whoa, it's like his know, funeral. <laughs> this isn't like the Ferguson of three years yeah. ago. If this was the Ferguson no. of three or four years ago, you're. I mean, this is like a headlining caliber type yeah. of fight. You're kind of you're kind of worried for him, no? Yeah. No, I think that's what it is. I think I think you put it. I think you nailed it. I think that's what tell, it is. Tell me how. Tell me think, how it goes down. I think Chandler finishes him in the first round. Oh my god! I, I don't that think it, quick. I think it's quick. I think he it touches Ferguson. Rounder. I think he he touches Ferguson and then like, and just Ooh, Ferguson's fuck. just not the same guy because I think just physically that style just of that he fights where you're just being tougher than the other person it just does not age. 
well. Yeah. Um, I don't know. How do you see it? I, I the way I I don't know why I keep seeing this every time I think about this fight. I picture Michael Chandler and him standing toe to toe, and then Chandler comes in with a body shot, and then goes uh-huh. upstairs, and then he hurts him right, and then he does uh-huh. the stank, stanky leg dance, uh-huh. and then Tony goes down and he pounds him out. That's that's how I see it. Like I just keep seeing that. Like Chandler catches him with a body shot, then maybe an uppercut. Tony dances because he's fucked. And then Chandler puts him down and then he starts pounding in the mouth. It's like, yeah, fuck. it's just he's done, dude. He's done. Just, he's yeah, fucking a, done, dude. But he was no, training in his own fucking drip. His there's own like gym. there's like 30% of me though that's like thinking, like, does does Tony know something we don't know? You know what oh. I mean? Is there something he's hiding? Like, does he has he been getting healthy? Has he been working on some slick shit? Are we gonna see a different maybe he found Jesus? I don't know, man. But but anyway, so I'm like I'm excited, but I'm also worried. <laughs> you know, what I mean? we a, might we might be seeing Ferguson leave his gloves in the cage after this fight. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. So, you know who I'm worried for though? It's who? like who's gonna go to the hospital? Shogun Hua or fucking OSP? Oh yeah, that's right. Legend Shogun Hua versus Ovin Ovin Saint Preu. Uh, who do you think takes this? Who, who oh, takes OSP. This? I think OSP. OSP. I Finish? think I think I think Shogun's cooked. He is cooked. <sighs> he is he is well done. He's ready for his to, to be inducted into an MMA Hall of Fame. I yeah. get it, but Shogun is cooked. You can't put like these old geezers in there uh, and expect them to like show out yeah. against these these monsters. So, I think I, I think I think it's a TKO in the second round. I'm gonna go with Shogun leg kick to high kick. Whoa, knockout. like a head kick knockout, huh? Yeah. So remember the you remember those drills? You you drill inside leg and then yeah. you kick high. Okay. You go down. You go low and then you go high. Okay. I think it's gonna be one. Of those. So you think Shogun's bringing back some slick shit? Huh? Yeah. yeah. I you think, think Shogun's gonna, gonna like do a, the slick stuff. A okay. Low high and then. Just a walk off, like oh, he's back, but really he should just fucking retire. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just he must love it too much, though. Yeah, that or the bills are due. And I don't then, know. <laughs> and then let's—it's the battle of CTE, Donald Cerrone versus <laughs> Joe Lozon. Do you think? Okay, uh, Cerrone, by the way, a legend, and Lozon yeah. highly respected in the MMA community because yeah. he's been in the game for so long and he's got a great style. I, you know, I could argue though, like Cerrone's more the CTE guy than Joe yeah. Lozon. Uh, <laughs> it's just every time I see a highlight with Joe Lozon, Lozon, he's fucking bleeding. Yeah. <laughs> he's just bleeding. Yeah, like, like fuck, um, dude, he just keeps bleeding. He doesn't come from behind very well either. If he's not oh. winning right from the beginning, he doesn't. He doesn't find himself in the fight very well. But then uh, again, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go with Joe Lozon on this one, Whoa. just because Cerrone's been in some fucking wars, and in, in his history, he's shown that he's had problems against people who had sharp punching styles. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, but his 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 kicking approach and his combinations and his range control control is gonna give Lozon problems. Yeah. Sure. Uh, but. But I'm I'm gonna go with Lazan here. I think it'll go b- decision. I think this will be one of the more technical fights of the night. I think it'll be a, a good, fun fight. 
I don't think it's going to be a slugfest. I think they're going to be, it's going to be a showcase of some pretty good technique here. Yeah. I'll go with Lausanne by, uh, by judge's decision uh, due to his punching. I think it, it'll come down to the, to the strikes. I never, I've, I've been a fan of uh, Cowboy Cerrone for ever since the WEC, ever since he was even on the tap out reality. Yeah. Show. I mean, that's such long, a good, such a fun that's how fighter long I've to been watch. Following that guy. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, so I never bet against him, but he's been looking really old lately. Like, I don't know if it's his haircut, but his body kind of just like transformed. Like it kind of well, shrank. Dude, if you also look at his his record, he's had yeah. so many, so many fights. fights. So that's I why mean, like true. I'm never gonna bet a bet against him. So I'm just gonna stay Donald Cerrone by Okay. Uh by body kick. About <laughs> you know what? If it's a left body kick, <laughs> yeah. I mean he's done it before. You know, yeah. so like you wouldn't be like going too far off the map by saying that. So yeah. I'm rooting for a good fight and rooting for Me too. no one to get super hurt. Hopefully uh, they get fight of the night. Hey, let's go. I think so. <laughs> How many fight of the nights has Cerrone gotten himself, yeah. right? He's I a mean, bonus the guy, holder the guy, of some sort. The guy's earned it. Any other notable fights on yeah. the prelims or early prelims you want to talk about, um, Sean? Yes. I, mean, I just want to go through them quick. Uh, yeah. Brandon Royval versus Matt Schnell. Your guy. Your, your, Matt Schnell. Your body. Your body, Royval. <laughs> yeah. But I, I'm going to go with Schnell this time because Brandon Royval has been kind of, you know, I think they pushed him a little too fast in the beginning by putting mm -hmm. him up against uh, the former champ, um, Brandon Moreno, and that's kind of that kind of slowed down his uh, trajectory. Right. But Matt Schnell also trained with Darren at a CSA, so you know I I got uh, I got my respect for Matt Schnell because he's a dad also. So uh, all right, I'm go gonna dads. go with Matt Schnell for that. All right. Um, Blagoy Ivanov, I'm gonna go with him. Always got a V in his last oh, name, yep. so you know Sean always roots for oh, those yeah. guys. And then a fight of dime pieces, uh, Tracy Cortez. That's Brian Ortega's girlfriend. Boo. I know. Versus uh, Melissa Gatto. She's a Brazilian. She's she's pretty. She's a dimey too. I hope they're very happy together. I hope they're very happy. Yeah. <laughs> I hope those two are very happy together. Yeah. Hate 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 hate. Yeah. And then uh, yeah, I mean, other than that, they kind of stacked the top of this card. Yeah, like, it, it's totally it's top dude. loaded and for good reason. So. We gotta um, pay for it. But yeah, you gotta true. pay for it. It's gonna be good. Okay. So let's let's yeah. quickly cover some news. Yeah. We weeks ago we heard about the uh the attack at a steakhouse in Miami. <laughs> George Masvidal attacked yeah. his good friend Colby Covington. Um oh yeah. Masvidal's lawyer released photos of the aftermath of the attack because apparently Colby is claiming that he suffered um a chipped tooth. <laughs> A brain injury that his expensive watch got damaged. Uh, Masvidal's dude. attorney, who is, um, I guess, putting his name in for one of the uh, worst people on the planet, because <laughs> he oh kind of sounds like a douchebag. Uh, basically, uh, saying like basically the chip tooth that Colby's claiming is is one of his fake teeth. So it's a, a chipped fake tooth that's actually removable. Um, <laughs> Said that um, his CTE comes from his fight or his brain damage comes from his fight career from because he's, because because he gets punched in the head a lot. Is not a great fighter, <laughs> and it said that oh like the, God, the damage dude. to the watch is bullshit because it's not even a real Rolex; it's a Folex, oh. and it's not even worth like uh, as much as Colby says. So anyway, this this uh, this saga between these two keeps getting funny. funnier and funnier. 
Um, and so that's what's going on. <laughs> it's not a good look for George, though, bud. Not a great like... look for George or his lawyer. Not a great look for Kobe. dude. Remember, yeah, this guy was on top. Here. This guy was on top of the world at some point. And yeah, just kinda, it's just <laughs> after the Usman fight, it was done deal. Yeah, after the second one. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. And now it's going to be all just like uh, hype like fights. Hype fighter, fights that he takes. Fighter suing a fighter. It's never a good look. And the the lawyer's not very classy with the way he puts these things well, either. He's a, so. he's a lawyer for a fighter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess they all run in the same circles. Yeah. He's probably um, not even a lawyer. He's a paralegal. Anyway. Is that how it goes? <laughs> I don't know. I watch a lot. He's just Hollywood one of his TV. homies. You know? I watched a lot of Law and Order. I know how to do this. Yeah. Uh, last week, we went on and on about, you know, MMA fighters fighting boxers in the boxing arena. Well, uh, Dana White has some thoughts about that. And he hates it. Yeah. So don't look for Francis Ngannou and Tyson Fury to fight anytime soon. I think the money just has to be there. Yeah. And Dana White's point is that the demand for Conor McGregor versus Floyd Mayweather back in the day or a few years ago was huge. And he's saying that Tyson Fury versus Francis Ngannou, the demand for that's not even close. So he's not even going to entertain it right now. What do you think about that? I agree with them. I mean, the McGregor thing was inevitable because you could just tell it was going to happen. And it ended up being one of the biggest, I think the biggest fight like in right. history or something Because like everybody that. was talking about it. People yeah. were talking about it before it was Well, you got both booked. demographics. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It was inter- inter- had international appeal and just yeah. two Dude, very big mouthpieces. Yeah. We, everyone- we bought it. You actually bought it? We actually, we went together and bought it. Like we, we. You know, a bunch of us guys did, but the fact that we were that you interested in it, suckers. I know <laughs> that's how bad it was. So, if there's a bunch of suckers like you and your friends, exactly. then Francis and nobody even knows who Francis fucking Ngannou <laughs> is yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, that's a, and I think that's the point too. I think that's yeah. the the demand. The demand is not there for the UFC at least to get involved. And Ngannou would get fucking caked. Yeah. Can't have your heavyweight champion go through that. Uh, in other news, this came out uh, about almost a week ago. One championship is coming to Amazon Prime Video for its U.S. broadcast, and so How do that you feel will about this? well, this will allow you know their fights to air on U.S. prime time. I think the big question is, well, does that mean that one championship will stop? doing live stuff on their YouTube and on the House of Highlights uh, app. So, um, well, mind you, mind you this one championship, uh, they, they actually stream on multiple uh, platforms. They, I think they're with Amazon now because maybe they, their contract with Bleacher, Bleacher Report, was it? Because they, they were broadcasting. Oh, that's right. That House of Highlights. Yeah. You're right. I'm sorry. Let me oh, yeah, myself. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It wasn't House of Highlights. It was Bleacher Report. Yeah, that's, Bleacher you're right. Report. Right. There you go. Sorry. Go ahead. So, yeah. So, I, I mean, regardless of the fact, it was like free. I thought it was like pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. Like, so I was just like, oh, I'm going to miss the main card. But then it ended up streaming anyway. So, what does that mean? Does that mean that they have to, char- like, you have to pay for it now? Because yeah. I see, that, that, video. I think that's what the, that's the question. That's what the question is. I think. I don't have to pay for that. It sounds like if you already have Amazon Prime Video, that it's going to just come with what you're, whatever you already have. Yeah. I think the main concern is that, is that with people that have been watching it on YouTube, 
and watching it on the Bleacher Report app, do they now have to get Amazon Prime Video to be able to well, watch one championship? And well, that, how about, I think that's what the concern is with the American audience. Well, how about this? Hey, one championship, stop fucking using the song from Thor. Huh? <laughs> this is, we're gonna You're going to get this. caught. This, we're talking about people. We're talking about people <laughs> wanting to be able to watch the fights, and you're just still on about the Dude. about the soundtrack that they use on their promo. They <laughs> fucking played it last time when Bonton and uh, Sundell fought. And you know, shout out to Jackie Bonton. But damn, right when Sundell won, they started playing the song. <laughs> get the fuck out of here! Hey, one championship. You better be careful, though. I mean, I'll get it's like you know. Marvel's owned by Disney. You don't want to fuck around with Disney lawyers. Those guys are fucking ruthless. So yeah. be careful with yourselves. But uh, anyway, so, <laughs> all right. So th- I think that's a, like a big question mark as regards with one championship amongst uh, yeah. the U.S. audiences. Well, U.S. audiences all have to get Amazon Prime Video to be able yeah. to watch uh, one championship going, fights. They might be going backwards. Um, it, I think that's a that's a big question. So we're, we're going to have... Uh, we have a new segment idea we're going to close the show with today. Yeah, yeah. It's called Shut Up, White Belt. And this is when <laughs> we take either your predictions regarding anything in MMA or MMA news yeah. or my predictions, and we make fun of something that I said and kind of <laughs> just goof on me. Uh, what did I say last week, Sean, regarding uh, Rob Font versus Chito Vera? I'll remind you. I, you. I said Font was just going to touch Vera up, use his range, and just smash Vera. And uh, and what ended up happening, Sean? What ended up happening? We talked about it earlier in the episode, but remind me what just what ended up happening. To Pretty Ron much Font. Font. Font was landing, but not very cleanly. And Vera was capitalizing on him dropping that fucking right hand that he was throwing. So he was getting check hooked, and that's what kind of knocked him down a few times. And then, oh, man. And what happened to Rob Font's face, John? Remind us. Remind Meat grinder. Us. Meat grinder. Ah, so, Carlo, you white belt, shut up. You don't know what you're talking <laughs> about. You're a dumbass. Ah, oh, God. So if you, if any of you guys are keeping track of our predictions or our, oh, our comments on MMA news or anything in the culture and you want to call us out on us, hit us up on our social. I'm on Hopkey one on Instagram. Yep. You can call me out and make fun of me. We'll, we'll shout you out. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Of how shitty our yeah, fucking picks that, are. That was my that was my white that was my white belt moment. So shut up, white belt Carlo, dumbass. <laughs> Damn it, Karen. So that's it for me. That's all I got. <laughs> yeah, I've made very bad predictions, and that's why I'm I'm going to start doing. You know how I predicted that Donald Cowboy Cerrone is going to win by body kick and the left body left kick body kick. That. We'll keep that. We'll keep that noted, guys. We'll we'll yeah. remember this. Keep that in the notes. Yeah, but beat that, my ass like anytime I I, I fucking call one of these stupid freaks. <laughs> anyway, because I can't think. I know that I fucked up re- a lot of times. But I can't think of anything. We'll start keeping track. We'll start, yeah, keeping, we'll start track. keeping track. <laughs> so this is that. So that's it. This is our shut up white belt segment, guys. So shut up, shut up. Tune in. Make sure you stay to the end of these podcasts. You could you could hear this part of it where we acknowledge the shit we got wrong. Yeah. <laughs> But we want to thank you guys for listening and don't forget to hit that subscribe button. You can follow us on Instagram at Sean underscore Pierre underscore and yours, Carlo. Again, it's Hockey One on Instagram. I'm on Hockey 11 on Twitter, guys. 
Don't forget to hit up Magala Jiu-Jitsu at their new location over there in the Mission. Visit me at Hotkiru USA, 603 Terraval in San Francisco. Shout out to Fight Culture in Daily City, Omni Movement in Her- Hercules. Sama Martial Arts in Pinole. Take care, guys. Have a great weekend. Watch those fights. And don't forget to listen to those picks because then we're probably going to get our asses beat on the comments next time. And... Do you have anything else Peace. coming? Take care. Yeah.